Welcome to the Limitless Mindset Podcast. My name is Blake Clark, and I am the founder and visionary of Limitless Real Estate and also the team lead of the Clark team. My goal with this podcast is to show you that your possibilities are truly limitless with the right mindset and outlook on life. On this podcast, you're going to hear from not only myself, but also other members within our brokerage, as well as my team. And we're going to be discussing all things real estate, mindset, goal setting, and what it takes to build a good business and succeed in life. Thanks so much for joining us and welcome. All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Limitless Mindset Podcast. Hopefully you guys had an absolutely amazing week. As always, guys, hopefully it was productive. Uh, just wanted to pop on here today. Uh, today's going to be a little bit different. Just want to give you guys a market update. So if you were looking for some uh, kick in the pants motivation, sorry about that. <laughs> um, but like I said, yeah, I try to get on here every once in a while and add a little bit of value to those of you guys that maybe aren't in the real estate business. And uh, I figure I like to bring up some topics that are important and obviously being in real estate, which is the industry that I'm in. Uh, I like to talk a little bit about that as well. So, uh, you know, one of the questions we've been getting so many questions about, I mean, this is literally from everybody seen like I'm talking about is what's going on in the market? What do you think is going to happen? You know, it's the most common thing uh, out there. You see it all over the news. Um, it's no, it's no, you know, surprise that the market has taken a big turn this year. Everybody's seen it coming. You guys have probably felt it out there. So I wanted to take to, an opportunity today to go over some of the stats that we're seeing out there. And I wanted to put a couple things into perspective too, on why things are happening the way that they are. Um, you know, there's a lot of speculation out there. There's a lot of people that aren't into the real estate industry. I kind of sit back, I watch, I see it, I hear everything. And there's just a lot of great information that's being put out there. And there's a ton of misinformation being put out there. So the goal today is guys, I'm just going to give you guys the facts. I'm going to show you guys what it is that we're looking at, what my predictions are, what's going to be happening, uh, what you guys can do to put yourself in a position of power, whether that be listing, whether that be buying, maybe you guys aren't making a move at all. You just want to know what's going to happen with the market and what your equity may come down to, you know, when this whole thing, the dust settles on it. So uh, that's what today's going to be about is just giving you guys a quick update on what the heck is going on in the Arizona real estate market. All right, guys. So we're going to dive right into this uh, just to give you guys some stats. So today, at the time, my time of filming this, basically, it's on a Sunday. You guys are probably going to hear this by Monday, uh, but there's 19,662 active listings. Now, that's not all that uncommon for being what's called considered a balanced market. Prior to 2020, 2021, uh, we were sitting in that 17 to 19,000 listing range. So uh, we're actually kind of right back to where what we would consider a pretty balanced market, which means it's not really a buyer's advantage or sellers. It's kind of right down the middle, right? It's houses are sitting longer. There's more homes to choose from. Um, the biggest thing that's been going on these last two years is that everybody got so used to that, that they felt like that is the normal uh, situation. So what I'm seeing right now, so many people are panicking. Uh, we get a lot of sellers that are like, oh my gosh, I got to sell. The market's tanking. It's crashing. And I just want to make it clear, guys, the market is not crashing. The market is returning to what is considered normal. And we'll go over why that's happening. We'll go over some data that I'm looking at to kind of you know draw some conclusions on that. Uh, but just wanted to put that into perspective. We're about 19,662 listings. Uh, we, prior to that, going into... Uh, 
March of this year. That's when things really kind of started to peak out was going into about March before interest rates were rising. We were sitting right around 34 to 3,800 active listings on the market. So that's a big difference from today being at 19,600 listings. Um, so with that low supply in March, that's where we saw houses getting multiple, multiple, multiple offers. Uh, that's where we saw houses going way over list price because ultimately, guys, it's a supply and demand situation. You're talking about you know a metropolitan area of over couple million people competing over 3,500 houses, guys. You know how that's going to go. That's with any industry, whether that be cars or anything. Anytime there's a shortage in anything, it's going to most likely drive the prices up in that your basic economics. So that's what happened with the housing market, guys. These last two years uh, was nothing but normal. You guys have heard me talk about it before. Uh, there's quite a few factors that played into what happened, such as, you know, artificially low in interest rates, which caused affordability to go high, uh, shortage of homes being on the market, a delay in materials, uh, not allowing for new homes to be built quick enough to keep up with the supply, uh, people staying home from a pandemic, which accelerated the need to sell home and move. They wanted something different, a bigger space to accommodate their new lifestyle of having to work from home or kids being home. It was kind of the perfect storm that just kind of propelled us into that. Um, um, so as of today, also, our average sales price is about $547,000 in the metropolitan Phoenix area. So some cities are going to be higher. Some are going to be a little bit lower. But ultimately, guys, that's about the average right across the Phoenix market. Um, back in June, right when things really started to you know take the turn back down, we were at 600 k So we're a little over $53,000 difference in average list price in the last four months. Uh, again, more homes on the market have definitely contributed to sellers getting a little more aggressive when it comes to pricing uh, to compete with other homes to get their home sold quicker. Uh, as of today, we are sitting on 70 days of inventory where back in March, we had 16 days inventory. So inventory, just so you guys know, is what we look at from real estate terms is how many days supply of homes do we have on the market? So you guys heard me just say we have 70 days. So ultimately what that is, is it's a, it's a calculation that's based on as fast as homes are being consumed weekly right now. So every time homes go under contract, how fast are they being consumed or absorbed, the absorption rate basically, uh, compared to new listings on the market or how many listings are on the market. So for example, let's say that basically tomorrow, not a single home was listed on the market at all. At the current rate that homes are going under contract, how much supply would we have to sustain if not another home was listed on the market? That's called your days on market or your inventory rate, basically. And like I said, we're sitting on about 70 days. So what that means is, is if tomorrow not a single listing was listed, we would have about 70 days if we went under contract at the same pace that we are right now with buyers before we completely ran out. Uh, back in March, we had 16 days of inventory. So that number has definitely increased as we have seen an increase in uh, new listings build up and less buyers entering into the market. Um, we have currently, as of right now, we're averaging about 7,600 listings under contract weekly, where back in February, we were actually seeing about 11,500 weekly. So we're down... Uh, quite a bit on new listings going under contract. Uh, but one thing I want to make clear to you guys too is, is that a lot of people assume that the reason the market's basically slowing down is because we have this massive flood of inventory hitting the market. 
all of a sudden, and that's not true. It's actually we have a decrease in buyer activity. It's not that we have more listings hitting. We actually have less listing hittings. Uh, for example, guys, here we are halfway through the month right now. Today is the 16th. We are sitting at 3,200 listings. Last year, uh, for the month of September, we had just over 10,000 listings at the market. The year prior to that, back in August, we had just about the same. It was about 98 to 9,900 listings. So we're already halfway through, and we're going to be lucky to maybe clear 6,500 listings this month. So why that's important is that people feel that, man, we have this massive influx of listings hitting the markets, a ton of sellers trying to dump their inventory right now. And that's actually not the case. It's that there's less homes hitting the market right now, but it's even less buyers buying the homes right now. We did see, so overall, if you guys look at the average of 2022, Every month, except for April, May, and June, we have had less listings year over year from 20, 21, and now 22. It's actually on a decline. Every year, we've had less and less listings. We did see, like I talked about uh, in the April, May, June timeframe, we saw as soon as the market started to slow, we had what's called the panic sellers. We had a lot of the sellers that were sitting on the fence, uh, were thinking about selling. They were kind of waiting. You know, they, they wanted to sell, but they didn't just because they figured the market was going to keep going up and they didn't want to prematurely list their house and leave equity on the table. They're waiting for that peak. And then come in April, when the housing market started to slow down and we started to see inventory build and they announced the rate hikes going on, that's when we saw a large influx of sellers say, okay, it's time to get off the fence. I'm, I'm panicking now. We're obviously peaking right now. Time to sell. So for like I said, the May or the April, May, June timeframe, we saw way more listings at the market compared to the previous two years. However, January, February, March, April, all those months, we've actually seen less listings at the market compared to 20 and 2021. Uh, same thing going into July, August, and now September, we're actually on a large decline of new listings hitting the market compared to the same time previously in 2020 and 2021. So we've got less homes hitting the market, but what really is slowing us down is we have even less buyers consuming the market right now. There's less buyers out there consuming these homes, which is causing homes to sit longer, which is in return causing the inventory to build up. So there's a lot of speculation on why is this happening? Why is the housing market crashing? And again, guys, it's not crashing. <laughs> That's the one thing I want to make very clear. It is stabilizing. It's readjusting. You know, we saw over 40% equity build up in the last two years, which was completely unrealistic. Uh, a lot of people feel like that was the normal. And again, guys, it wasn't. We were lucky to see 6 to 7% appreciation year over year, which is a normal, healthy market. So now it's going back to stabilization. Housing prices went up a lot, over two, three, four hundred thousand dollars $400,000 average in some cities in a short two-year span, guys. So so eventually that was going to plateau. That could not continue to increase at the pace that it was. To put this into perspective, guys, I'm going to use some rough numbers. And again, this is going to vary house by house and take into account property taxes. But I want to show you guys the power of an interest rate uh, change and how that affects the buyers in our current market right now and why the market is doing what it's doing. So as you guys saw, COVID hit, uh, and obviously the economy was came to a screeching halt there in March going into April. As you guys saw, everybody panicked. Everybody was staying at home. Nobody was spending. People didn't know what to expect. It, it basically paused. Uh, to push us through that, uh, through that crisis that we were basically going into at that time, uh, the government did what they could do to basically stimulate the economy. They printed a ton of money and dumped it into our economy, and they pushed down some historically low interest rates. Uh, we're talking 2.5, 2.6. 
six to two point eight. It's never been that low in history, and it's damn near free money to be honest with you. There's not you'd be hard pressed to find a time in history we're ever seeing two percent interest rates on mortgage loans. We saw a ton of people move because with a interest rate that low compared to where they were people's affordability now went up. Their purchasing power now went up. Even if they didn't get a raise at work, nothing changed. Their purchasing power just went up, you know, over a hundred to $200,000 more, uh, depending on where they were at from an interest rate standpoint prior to that. So it was the perfect storm to say, okay, it's time to sell my house. Cause I can get some good money for this thing when inventory's low and the rates are really low. So I could actually go buy a house with a ton of equity that I have and the even cheaper interest rate that I have now. It doesn't cost that much more monthly to get a much larger home or maybe a more desirable area. Um, Working off some averages, guys, if you take into account, like I said, about the average sales price across the Phoenix market right now is $550,000. Assuming somebody puts 20% down, that's $110,000 and they take out a mortgage of $440,000 on their their home right now. At a 3% interest rate, that's going to give you an average of about $1,850 a month. Now that does not include property taxes or homeowners insurance or anything like that, but just basis numbers to kind of make this make sense for you guys. Again, 550K purchase price, 20% down. So that's $110,000. They take out a mortgage of about 440K at a 3% interest rate. They're probably looking at about $1,850 a month minus, you know, or not including whatever their property taxes are going to be in homeowners insurance. Now, Without changing any of those variables right now, with the rates currently sitting right about 6%, keeping that same you know price point the same, $550,000, $110,000 down, with the mortgage of $440, but at a 6% interest rate, it's now $2,638 versus $1,855. That's it. The only change, guys. So to put things into perspective, right... Um, interest rates doubling in a three to four month time frame really put the brakes on our economy. Number one, people at one point they were able to afford 800k might only be able to afford 650. People that were able to afford 650 might be down in the high 400k range, right? So people that were shopping in those higher price points as price points were going up, that were able to afford that because of a cheaper interest rate to keep their debt to income, you know, at play where they could afford and qualify for a higher house have now just got brought down. We saw this happen a lot on new builds, by the way. Uh, as you guys know, the new build uh, time process was taking a long time. Delay in materials, shortage in labor, all the things were basically taking what used to be about a six to eight month time frame to build a house. We saw, we just closed one that took almost two years to build uh, that was just a track home community. So that shows you how long this time frame. These people were in escrow back at the end of 2020, and we were able to just close on their new build home for them. But again, guys, if you look at the interest rate back in, uh, let's say the end of 2020, sitting at a 2.6, 2.7% rate, let's just say they were going into when they went to purchase this new build, they went under contract on that. And obviously the rate wasn't locked, but they were given some numbers to work off of. And hey, our affordability's here to now fast forward two years later when they just closed on it. And I think their rate was still in the very high fives, low sixes. It's almost double their mortgage payments, almost $800 a month more. Now, some people were not able to qualify for that new purchase price. We are actually seeing new builders come back to us now and lower the prices back down because they don't want a lot of these potential buyers to have to cancel on the contract because they can no longer afford them. Uh, They are making adjustments towards the market conditions because it doesn't make sense for them to have all these buyers back out. Uh, and have to go resell these properties as spec homes. Now, 
financially, it probably just makes more sense for them to lower the purchase price down to align the debt to income ratio back to where it needs to be for that buyer right now. Uh, we just had one, like I said, the sales rep called. We didn't even ask for it, which was kind of surprising. I've never had that happen where they said, hey, we're going to knock off another $15,000 off your sales price. So we saw a lot of buyers, though, for a short time period there not qualify for a new build that they were under contract on, again, because rates went up within that 12, 14, 16 month period that their home was being built. Uh, so it's just something to take into consideration, guys, that, you know, the, the biggest factor at play right now is we are being forced into a recession. Uh, the housing market, the overall economy, everything got highly stimulated over the last couple of years with money being dumped into it interest rates being at all-time lows to push us through this pandemic. And now, unfortunately, it is catching up to us slightly. Uh, again, I want to make it clear, though, it is not a housing market crash. People still have tons of equity in their homes right now. That's the biggest factor we're seeing right now, unfortunately. A lot of people are faced with the decision of, do I sell my current house with a really cheap interest rate or do I sell it and go buy something else? Now, there's going to be people that have life situations that are still going to be you know, requiring them to move. Could be divorce, could be marriage, could be job transfers are requiring it. All of these factors are at play. But your traditional buyer that was just selling because they were kind of tired of their house and financially it was great sense, right? Interest rates were low. They had a ton of equity in their house. They could go get into something new or larger, better area for not that much more per month. And it just made sense. Those guys were moving. That family's on pause now. Sometimes it just doesn't make sense for them. Like I said, they're in a low interest rate uh, and what housing prices are now compared to what they owe for theirs, it's just not lining up. So they may not be moving. That's what's causing the market to kind of pause a little bit right now. That's what's causing inventory to build up. That's what's causing less buyers in the market combined with affordability. Um, we do predict that that's obviously going to change. Nothing stays down forever, just like we couldn't have experienced the last two years of, you know, 20 plus percent equity year over year going up. It was completely unrealistic. Uh, so now the tables have kind of turned and the market's going to do its thing just as it has over the last, you know, century. It's going to go down. It's going to go up. It's going to adjust. We are in a downward phase. Now, the good news is, guys, if you are a buyer, now is your opportunity. There are some absolutely incredible deals out there, even with rates being a little bit higher. We're seeing people be able to negotiate houses down 30, 40, 50 K. We're seeing price cuts out there as sellers become a little more realistic with the market, realizing they can't push it. We're seeing a lot of sellers do price cuts right now, and you're able to get houses for 20, 30, 40, 50 K. I've even seen a couple of price cuts of almost $100,000 lower than where they were, where on the other side of the table just a year ago, you would have been paying 20, 30, $40,000 over for that house when inventory was extremely low. Even with the low interest rate, Let's say you're assuming you're paying, you know, 50 grand over ask for that house where now you can get that same house for 50 grand under ask. It's almost a wash on your guys' payment. Uh, another thing that we're actually advising a lot of our clients to do right now when it comes to the closing table is with rates being a little bit higher, sometimes it doesn't make sense to buy down the rate. Now, again, consult with your lender. They're going to know best for your individual situation and tell you what to do. You may need to buy down the rate to get your debt to income where it needs to be monthly. Uh, but ultimately, one thing we are speculating is that rates are going to come back down again. Uh, when that's going to happen, Nobody is certain. We're projecting it's probably not going to be until going into quarter one, quarter two of next year. We see a little bit of relief and stabilization. Uh, the Fed has made it known right now that they are still trying to curb inflation. They are still inspecting uh, to raise the federal rate hikes, which in return is going to have a little bit of effect on the housing market interest rates in most cases. Um, so we're expecting that to continue, you know, most likely for the next six months, maybe eight months, possibly. Again, things could change. As we saw in the last two years, things change really quickly. But that's what we're estimating based on current market conditions right now. So if you do buy a house, you can get an absolutely phenomenal deal. 
save that money instead of putting a large chunk down to buy down rates. If you guys don't have to wait for that rate to come down. And then when the rates come down refinance into a better rate, now you got a great house under market value when the economy was slowing a little bit and you can refinance into a cheaper interest rate. For most cases, uh, that makes the most sense. Uh, we're also seeing some amazing deals out there for investors right now because you can get into some of these potential rental properties that have tenants in place for absolutely amazing deals. Uh, I've already picked up a couple tr- deals myself over the last two months that were just way under market value because the seller just didn't want them. Houses were sitting. They didn't have the time to sit on these properties. So I came in and I picked them up and they're going to be amazing rental properties. Um, one of them I plan on holding for myself. Another one I'm probably going to end up selling. Uh, but either way, the cash flow works out phenomenal because rental rates are still holding high. As more people are holding off on the buying side of things, those people have to live somewhere. And in most cases, that's going to show on the rental side of things. From what we're experiencing right now, there are more rental homes beginning to build up a little bit as a lot of uh, people did invest into rental properties. However, rental rates are not dropping. They're holding strong because there's still a large demand for people that are looking for rental properties right now. So that market is still actually holding very strong right now. So hopefully this makes sense for you guys. Again, you know, puts a little bit of perspective on what's going on in the market. Again, I want to make it very clear. We are not crashing. We are seeing a correction. Things are going back to normal. If you guys are a seller, you're going to need to be pretty realistic with your pricing. We've been having to have some kind of tough conversations with sellers that came to us, you know, eight, nine months ago talking about selling. And the number we gave them then is very different than what we gave them now, because at that time, the market conditions were very different. Unfortunately, they waited too long to list their property. They were, you know, Some of the people that were waiting for it to peak out, they wanted to squeeze that last extra little bit of equity out of it. And unfortunately, they waited too long. And now when they're coming back to us to sell now, as they're now realizing the market's taking a reverse roll at the moment, the numbers just aren't the same and they don't pencil out. In an environment where we're seeing right now, it's not a good idea to try to push the price as high as possible or shoot for way over list. Now, I will tell you, we have seen some properties still getting multiple offers on them and still going over asking price. Uh, If the home is priced very well, or if it's a very unique or a very desirable property. So if it's a home in like a very desirable area, desirable neighborhood, or it's got some very desirable features uh, that people are looking for, that there's not a lot of other inventory on the market similar to that, those houses are still selling very well. But guys, if you have your traditional neighborhood, you know, track style home that, you know, let's say you got eight, nine, 10, 15 other homes for sale in that neighborhood, it's going to be really hard to get multiple offers on that property because those buyers can now go down the street and look at five, six, seven other houses that are, you know, most likely going to be very similar to yours in a similar area, similar in size. They're going to have choices, guys. They don't need to pay 20, 30, 50 K over for your house. And you guys got to understand that from a seller's perspective, you know, you had the upper hand for two years and now the buyers have a little bit of a choice just because there's more inventory inventory to choose from. So if you guys are a seller and you're thinking about, you know, listing your property soon, I personally would advise. And one thing I'm advising my sellers is to price it realistically. You know, if you need a quick sale, price it very aggressively. You're going to probably need to price it a little under market value to really get some interest and show buyers that this is a great deal. It's a lot more affordable compared to other homes in the neighborhood. Uh, If you want to maximize dollars and you're not in a rush, you might be able to price that property on the higher end right now, even with more inventory, because you're not in a rush to sell that thing uh, but again, price accordingly, you know, you're most likely probably not going to get super high over asking top dollar and sold in like a day or two, like we did, if you're looking to price high guys. So just be realistic with that market, uh, with the adjustments. I mean, in the market, you know, talk to your agent about it, have them show you guys the homes. And you know, that's the thing I feel bad about. I'm getting a lot of calls from buyers or sorry, sellers that already have their homes listed with other agents right now. 
that are reaching out to me and they're saying, Hey, my house isn't selling. I don't know if my agent's doing a good job. And to be fair, guys, you know, most of these properties, the agents doing the best they can. Now that's not for all of them. I would say, you know, your agents should be sharing data with you guys. Uh, one thing that I do personally to help my sellers out right now is I show them the data. I show them every Monday, we give them what's called a listing activity report. We show them other homes that are on the market, similar to theirs, what prices they're at. We show them on the back end of the MLS. Uh, there's a report that we can basically run that shows them if somebody's watching their house, what other homes are being watched. So that gives them a direct eye on their competition. Uh, we pull up everything. We basically pull up neighborhood perimeter searches similar to theirs and set our client up on a search. So if any new homes hit the market or have price adjustments, they get notified of that. So they see what we're looking at. So communication is key, guys. So again, if you're a seller, your agent should be communicating these things with you. If they're doing none of that, you might have a case in them not doing enough. <laughs> but ultimately, guys, you know, have a little grace on your guys' agents out there as well, too, because they might most likely are doing the best that they can. It's a tough market right now. Again, you guys went from 3,500 houses on the market uh, with a lot of buyers competing to now there's almost 20,000 houses on the market uh, actively and not as many buyers competing because interest rates are a lot higher right now. So they're opting to maybe stay put or they're opting to uh, stay you know, on a rental property for the time being because rental rates make more sense price per square foot than buying does right now with interest rates being where they are. Hopefully that answers some questions for you guys. Again, just wanted to take some time to break down uh, some updates for our market for those of you guys that are interested in it. And as always, guys, if you guys have any questions about the housing market, if you guys have had questions about you know potentially buying a house right now, uh, you know what's the best plan of action for that, or if you guys are thinking about listing your house in our current market and you got some questions, feel free to drop me a DM, a call, a text message. I'm happy to answer any questions that you guys have and you know offer any advice that I can. Uh, and as always, guys, if you guys got any value out of today's episode, feel free to share it. I would love to hear it. If you guys got any comments or questions, feel free to drop them down in the comments section below. Uh, I would love to engage with some of you guys on this or answer any questions that you guys may have. And as always, guys, make it another solid week. Set those goals, set those plans for yourselves, uh, line up and make it a productive one and get out there, guys. Crush it. If you guys found value in today's episode, I ask that you guys share this with anybody that you think may uh, benefit from hearing this. Obviously, I do this for free. I do this to help you guys. I do this to uh, help obviously impact other people that are looking to grow and scale and improve their life. So all I ask is that you guys do share this with somebody that you think it could help and benefit. I greatly appreciate it.